Psalm 66. I hope you sang with uh, a joyful noise from your heart, and I hope you sang loudly. You will give an account to the Lord Jesus Christ, who's been made the judge of the quick and the dead, if you mumble, stumble, or daydream while you're singing, as you're about to be reminded from Psalm 66. Please stand with me and let's read this in unison. Together. Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of His name. Make His praise glorious. Say unto God, How terrible art thou in thy works! Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. All the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name, Selah. Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the flood on foot. There did we rejoice in Him. He ruleth by His power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. Selah. Oh, bless our God, ye people, and make the voice of His praise to be heard which holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to be moved. For Thou, O God, hast proved us, Thou hast tried us, as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the net, Thou laidst affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire, and through water. But Thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into the house with burnt offerings. I will pay Thee my vows, which my lips have uttered, and my mouth hath spoken when I was in trouble. I will offer unto Thee burnt sacrifices of fatlings with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks with goats. Selah. Come and hear, all ye that fear God, and I will declare what He hath done for my soul. I cried unto Him with my mouth, and He was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily, God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor His mercy from me. Amen and amen. You may be seated, brethren. Our Creator God, Jehovah, is great. He's glorious. He's loving, he's full of loving kindnesses. We should make a joyful noise to him. All ye lands, including this land. 
We should sing forth the honor of His name because there is no name like I am that I am. Make His praise glorious. Are you making His praise glorious when we are allowed to sing? It is a privilege. It is not a pain. It is not a necessary evil. It is not a secondary or third aspect of worshiping God. It's an important one. Make His praise glorious. Let me hear you. Let Him hear us all. I want to hear you. What wonderful words in this 66th Psalm. Notice that in verse 3 we have the word terrible. Notice in verse 5 we have the word terrible. You know, the world does not understand that. That we would describe our God with joy in our hearts as being a terrible God. But He is a terrible God because He does terrible things to His enemies. Don't you want a God like that? That shows His great loving kindness towards you, but shows His terribleness toward your enemies and His? Say unto God, how terrible art thou in thy works! Exclamation point. Whether you're thinking of the flood or you're thinking of the crossing of the Red Sea and the drowning of Pharaoh's army, or you're thinking of the taking of the Philistines in the day of David, how terrible art thou in thy works! Through the greatness of His power, His enemies submitted themselves unto Him and shall all bow their knee to Him in the day that's coming very soon. All the earth shall worship, and that worship is to be done with singing. Singing. Singing and more singing. The Lord loves singing. We don't sing by tradition. We don't sing for the pleasant sound to our ears. We sing because God wants us to sing. We sing and we pay attention to the words because we not only sing with the Spirit, but we sing as well with the understanding. Look at verse 7. Doesn't that comfort you? He ruleth by His power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Don't ever think that some nation is getting away with something. The Lord is watching every single thing they do and ordering it and disposing it for the benefit of His people and for His glory. Never think that they're getting away with something. They can poison a spy in the UK if they poison one, and it doesn't matter. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. Look at the combination there of those three three clauses. He ruleth by His power forever. He rules in the affairs of nations. His eyes behold them all. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. No one should stand up and claim evolution or deny the God of heaven or say crazy things like I told you on Wednesday evening by Joseph Stalin a few years ago, I will eradicate the concept of God from the Soviet Union. Look what he's done to that Soviet Union. They can barely survive. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves, Selah. So we, we stop for a moment and we meditate with that word Selah. Oh, bless our God, ye people, and make the voice of His praise to be heard. How do you make it to be heard? You lift your volume. Give me a few more decibels, the Lord says. It is a shame that in our part of the country, yesterday a religious service was held in Clemson where 85,000 sat, dressed for the occasion, prepared for the occasion, getting there long in advance. 
they didn't drag in two minutes before we started like some of you. They were there long in advance for tailgate parties because of a worship service that was held at Clemson Stadium. Those that didn't make it were watching videotapes of the religious service, a, a video cast, and they shout and they scream and they make their voice to be heard. And it's a pity that they can do that for a stupid game that has no consequences to anyone's life using a poorly shaped ball. They do that, and yet I fear, I fear the God of heaven looks down and sees the zeal they show for that. What zeal are we showing for this? We should exceed them. We should be here early. We should stay late. We should hope for overtime. We should lift our voice to be heard. Look at what it says. I'm not making this up. I love this God. I serve this God. I'm jealous for this God when I see such noise and enthusiasm for something so stupid in comparison to something so great. I appreciate my brother Jeff, who reminds me often that we that he and I would much rather go to a Bible quiz and cheer those Bible quizzers on than a football game. Right. And it's not the competition, it's hearing the sound of the book of Hebrews and first and second Peter come from their their lips. Look at it it goes on to describe in verses nine down through twelve how the Lord sometimes will try us. Now, this great God that's terrible to His enemies sometimes withdraws Himself from us, sometimes chastens us. When He chastens us, He's teaching us things because it says it's described as silver that is being tried in a fire. He's perfecting us. He's making us better. We shouldn't chafe at that. We should appreciate it and be thankful for it. In fact, the Bible tells us, for whom the Lord loveth, He chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom He receiveth. Sometimes that chastening or scourging is inside. You lie on your bed and you feel the pain in your bones. Sometimes the chastening is external. It's financial. It's family. It's health. But He's making you better. He's teaching you how to trust Him more. And look what He always does. Look what He always does in the last part of verse 12. Thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I speak to most of you. You know what I'm saying today. You have been chastened by the Lord, but He has brought you back. I know that. I thank God for that. That He brought me out into a wealthy place. He restoreth my soul. He's put my feet in a rock and He's put a song in my mouth and I thank Him for that. I thank Him for all that is in verses 9-12. through And the last clause of verse 12 does not mean much more than the other parts of those three, four verses. Because all of it is for our profit. What will we do because of this? Because of His perfecting work in our lives? Verse 13, I'll go into thy house with burnt offerings. I'll pay thee my vows, which I uttered when I was in trouble. Have you ever been in trouble and say, Lord, get me out of this and I'll serve you? I think most of us probably have a few of those. Lord, if you get me out of this mess, I'll serve you. This is your opportunity right now. He's got you out of many messes. Let's serve Him. Let's pay our vows that we uttered when we were in trouble. Is verse 16 true of you? Come and hear, all ye that fear God, 
and I will declare what He hath done for my soul. Do you like talking about what God has done for your soul? Or is that something you don't talk about very often? The Lord loves to hear it. The Lord has a book of remembrance that He writes your name down when you speak often one to another about His fear and the things He has done for your soul, and He will make a difference in your life from the lives of others. This psalmist cried, verse 17, with his mouth unto the Lord and extolled the Lord with his tongue. He knew that if he had iniquity in his heart, the Lord wouldn't hear him, but he knew he didn't have iniquity in his heart, unconfessed and held there, covered, covered because he wanted to keep his sin. He knew that he didn't have that, so he knew that the Lord had heard him and would hear him. God hath heard my prayer. And he finishes out the psalm by saying, Blessed be God which hath not turned away my prayer nor his mercy from me. We should be able to to speak this with the same confidence that we're not hiding sins or trying to hide them from the Most High. I want to leave you with this psalm in thinking about how he wants his praise to be heard and to make his praise glorious and to do it with a joyful noise. If you haven't in the first three songs we've sung, then confess your sin to God and prepare for the next time we open our hymnal that you will make His praise to be heard. Love the High King of Heaven. He's a glorious God. He's our God. He's delivered us from our enemies. He's answered us in our time of trouble. He has afflicted and chastened us for our profit to perfect us. And He's brought us into a wealthy place. Because right now at this moment, we are all in a wealthy place. If you consider all the things that we have. Blessed be the Lord.